Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. This is Truth Light, and our show is The Light of Truth. And I know we said we were going to talk about um, your guardian angels today, but for some reason I had the feel we're going to put that off until tomorrow. And uh, so we will be talking about your angels and how that works and do you really have them and if so, who are they, that kind of thing. Um, Today we're going to talk about are you a natural born healer and uh, if so, what are your healing superpowers? (laughs) How do you find this out? Um, What I find is a lot of people have no idea that they have healing ability and that they probably use it here and there throughout their day and uh, they're very excited when they find out that, you know, they could be doing more and uh, when they find out how to really use it and uh, to benefit themselves and others. Sometimes, you know, we have a whole I have a whole class series called Lighthearted Activism and uh, it's all about just things you can do to make a difference in the world with what you already have going on inside. And, uh, you know, because most of us do want to make a difference in some way. And uh, so... You know, we just kind of talk about that today and and what kind of healing abilities do you naturally have? How do you figure that out? And when you do, what do you do with them, right? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And, uh, of course, call-ins are always welcome. (coughs) Excuse me. And uh, I am coming to you today from Sedona, Arizona, which is, oh, I don't know, like the most beautiful place in the the world, probably. One of, anyway. And... uh, so it's been lovely starting my day down here the last couple of days. You know, usually I come to you from Flagstaff, and uh, so I've been down in Sedona today getting some things together in the office, in the Mystical Truth office, and um do want to invite you to check out the new website, mysticaltruth.com, and we are located right next to Sacred Light of Sedona, which is, um, we have Jessica call in pretty often, the owner of that, that's one of my best friends, and um we came out here as a tribe, and so now we each have our own little place here. And uh, so you can always check out sacredlightofsedona.com as well. And uh, we're right on Highway 79. If you happen to be in Arizona or be visiting Arizona, um, it's uh, right on Highway 179 as you're going from the interstate to uptown Sedona. So we're a little bit apart from the crowd because we are a little bit apart from the crowd. So kind of a nifty place. We do have a caller already ready to talk. <laughs> They've been on hold a while again today, so I'm super happy. I love when people call in. It makes It makes it nice to have some interaction. So um, caller from area code 720, I'm going to go ahead and pull you over. Hi, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good. So you did mean to talk, right? Yes, I did. I actually did. Okay. I was going to ask you because I know how you were saying um, we're all finding out that we're healers, and mm-hmm. um, a lot of time people think that healers are um, just like the body, but there's also healers that are here to heal the planet too. And I was yeah. wondering, like, um, how That's do you part of kind what of figure into. out? Yeah, you know, which one? Um, which one are you? And you know, how is it just through you coming into learning the work that you have to do, or is it literally like a calling that comes to you? Well, I think that it can be any of the above, you know, and that's a really good question. We are going to go into that a bit because especially with um, all of the earth changes and things, it's more important now than ever for people to get exactly how much they can do. So um, with, you know, with the stuff in the Philippines and all of that, things are really amping up, and so... Um, that's a really good question, and we'll just start off with that one then. So um, now do you have other stuff you'd like to ask, or do you just want me to leap into the topic, or do you want well, to talk with me for a bit? Or yeah, Well, I just wanted you to go into the topic, and then later I wanted a okay. reading later on. Okay. So just come awesome. back to me. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a great – we'll just start right there with the topic then, because that is one of the areas we were going to go into. Um it's amazing to me how much we can do and how, you know, because we we are one with the planet. You have to remember that our energy comes from above, from creation, right? But we, we kind of discredit the wonder of the body when we get into the spiritual 
aspect of things, we forget that there's a balance going on there. And so, um, you know, yes, our, our energetic being, our spirit, et cetera, comes from the stars, but our physical being is made up of stuff from Mother Earth when you really break it down scientifically. So you are one with the Earth just like you're one with creation or God or the universe or whatever you want to call it. And so we do have this amazing connection to Mother Earth. And so it's very simple for us energetically, whoever you are, however you work with energy, energy running in a healing manner, it doesn't matter if it's working with people, animals, the earth, um, it, it doesn't matter what you're doing with it. It's healing energy. Now, some of us are more inclined to flow more freely with certain things than others. And so there are those of us now, and it's an interesting point that our caller brings up, because back in the day, I've done past life regressions with people and things that I've seen in my meditations and journeys. Back in the day, like in Atlantis, et cetera, there were people who, who it was simply their job, and there still are today. We just don't hear about them, right? It was simply their, their job to sit in this beautiful room and hold space and work with Mother Earth and just, just basically be a relay from the stars to Mother Earth and from Mother Earth to the stars. And they would simply almost be like the heart, like your heart takes in blood and pumps out blood. It's almost like that energetically between the stars and or between the heavens, whatever, and the earth. And so there are still people who do that, who really the majority of you know, and they're probably monks in a temple somewhere or whatever. But all of us have this ability, and some of us are more drawn to it than others. And so that's what this um, this whole division that I have called, that, that the classes are all based on lighthearted activism, is things that you can do to make a difference in your normal day without breaking the bank, without, you know, creating this big to-do in your life. And um, <clears throat> this is one of those things. If you can simply calmly sit in meditation and and become one of those relay stations essentially from the universe to the earth and from the earth to the universe it's not probably necessary because the earth is one with the universe obviously but when we as a as a culture or as as beings here taking from the planet when we opt to spend some of our time assisting in that connection and lending our energy out of just pure love and respect and, and that kind of thing, it lends to the rising of consciousness for the people as well as the planet. And so it puts our energy into that as well. And it makes a big difference for all of the people here, all of, all of the beings on the planet. So <clears throat> it's really neat if you can begin to gain an understanding of the grid lines and the vortexes on the planet. And there's a, a fabulous local author here in Sedona named Yap Van Etten, and I'll put a link to his site. I'm going to try to make notes because I always, I always say I'm going to put a link to the site, and then I have to um, ask somebody <laughs> who's been listening what, uh, what links I said I was going to put. <laughs> so I'm going to make a note. But Yap Van Etten is a, uh, a local author here in Sedona who is, an expert on grid lines, vortexes, portals, crystal skulls, etc. And uh, and so he has some books out that that really help you learn about those. And that's really you don't have to have this knowledge to be of service because the intention is really everything. So you can simply sit under a beautiful tree, leaning against the tree or just on the ground or what have you and just share your love, just get yourself into this beautiful loving space. Think about all the things that you adore about life, things that make you grateful, things that you love. And as you do so, just share this energy with Mother Earth. And as you do this, have the intention to be for this to, to move about the Earth in whatever way she needs it to be, to bring about harmony, love, clarity, whatever whatever it is you're feeling, you know, and, and just allowing this, it, 
as you do this, if you sit for a while and you just allow this flow to begin, it becomes like the ocean waves or like a heartbeat between you and Mother Earth. And it's a really beautiful experience. And all of us can do this. You don't have to be a certified healer. <laughs> air quotes, air quotes. <laughs> It'd be great if we were in video because you can see my air quotes. You don't have to be a trained certified healer to love. And that's really... When we're in a space of love or gratitude, we emit a healing energy. So um, this is one way that you can really begin to make a difference. And if you are somebody who just feels like you really, your calling is to help heal the earth, this is a beautiful way to begin. And then as you learn about the grid lines, <clears throat> this also helps because you can actually send, you can send, energy to whatever space you need in a very precise manner when you understand the grids. So we do have another caller, and uh, so I'm going to bring her over, and we'll talk a little bit about that. And uh, so, Jessica, I'm going to go ahead and pull you over real quickly, because I know you're limited on time. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. So do you know what we're talking about today, or are you just calling in to uh, jump in, or...? I actually do know what we're talking about today. You I go. got your Facebook post <laughs> early this morning. so You know, I'm trying to get more organized. I'm trying to go a little more professional with the show. So right. awesome. Okay, so our first caller asked about, you know, is it always people or is it sometimes the earth too? And how exactly does that work? And how do you know mm -hmm. if you have healing energy and that kind of thing? What, what do you have to share with us? Well, you know, um, the one thing that I notice in all people that, and you know, that I read for or that come into the center, um, I notice that everybody has something within them that links them to that healing ability. It's just a matter of um, remembering. You know, I, I love to tell people it's, you know, once you're ready to remember the healer within, then, you know, you can have that come out. But I, my belief is that everybody has this in them because we're all, you know, we all come from one source and, and, um, and, you know, we can all either just by tapping into that with ourselves or by being with a friend that is a healer and all of a sudden you start to notice that, hey, you're starting to do the same things. It's not because you're hanging out with that friend. It's because you're awakening what's inside of you. Right. So. Right. So, now, for you, um, your grandma started working with you and your healing energy when you were young, right? Yes, my great-grandmother did. And, okay. um, yeah, and I was about, oh, I don't know, about 13 or 14 or, um, you know, just early teens when that happened. And so if you recall, now, for me, and we'll go into a little bit of that later, but since you're limited on time, we'll just talk to you oh, for right I'm now. Oh, good today. Oh, right. You are good today. Okay. Sweet. So, <clears throat> and you have little ones, too, that, that as we get more time we'll be working with. But um, yeah. so how did your grandmother kind of get you aware of the energy that runs through you and just kind of talk about, because did you even know that there was energy running through you? Did you know? No. Okay, no, so I talk no to us about that. And, yeah, my great-grandmother, you know, bless her heart, she she really tried, you know, for quite some time on my visits to Puerto Rico once a year, she would try and get me to open up and, and awaken that part of me, but I didn't really get it until one day um, when I went there one summer, she had a horse who was wild, and, you know, they wanted to put him down, so she saved him, and... Um, and I was the only one who could get near the horse, but I did it on the sneak while no one else was around because I was strictly told not to. So, <laughs> so, um, so I would go into the horse's stall and just stand against the wall and let him come to me and everything. And so it took my grandmother actually um, coming into the barn and finding me on top of the horse. Um, and, you know, she freaked out and she said, okay, that's it you know, I'm showing you one way or another. So she had me get off of him, and then she just basically had me run my hands on his side. 
And, you know, she would ask me, do you feel that? And I would say, no, of course. You know, I'm I'm a preteen and I know best. So, um, so you know, it took us about an hour. And then finally, um, you know, she had me feeling the horse's heartbeat. And that's how she finally got me to feel it. And she had me feel his heartbeat. And then she told me to connect my heart rate with his. Oh, nice. And, um yeah, and so she had me close my eyes, and so then she said, okay, make your heart rate go with his heart and be one. I think we're losing you, Jessica. Uh-huh. I think we're losing you. You there? Uh, yeah, I'm here. Oh, there you go. Okay. Sorry. So, so I didn't, you know, I was shocked at how I did that. And then she um, had me feel energy as I was touching him versus me pulling my hand away, what did I feel? And um, that's when it all started for me. And, and, you know, and then once she knew that I was connecting with the horse at that rate or at that capacity, then she allowed me to ride him. And I was the only one who got to ride him because he would fuck for everybody else. So um, clearly there was a connection and that horse was there to help me learn, you know, um, but, yeah, so that's how it started for me. That's how I was able to begin my journey of a healer. Very nice. I like the uh, approach of becoming one with their heartbeat and, uh, <coughs> excuse me, and um, kind of bringing it in that way. That's kind of neat. Um, and yeah. so, you know, now, Jessica, for me, my journey started when I was little, 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 little. And so I was very lucky in in having people work with me and help me learn about energy and see colors and all these different things when I was tiny. And so Jessica has two little ones. And so here and there, her son and I, Aiden, and I will kind of play with energy and make energy balls, and, and he describe them to me, and we throw them back and forth, and we have a good time. And, and uh, so they're already beginning their journey um, with understanding energy, and Jessica and Craig have been very good with helping them to learn, um, and they continue to do more and more with them, but helping them to learn about um, energy. And, and uh, so I remember when uh, Aiden first started school and he started working with the energy bubbles, and she started helping him understand where his energy begins and ends and how to not be all up in people's space. And... I think this is the big thing is it's hard to become um, healing with our energy if we don't understand that we have it to begin with. And so I think this kind of stuff that you do with your kids is actually good for people to do when they're trying to understand their energy. So, like, I have a Twinkles, my goldfish, (laughs) that we got (laughs) forever ago who's like, I don't know, he looks like one of those big koi fish now. He's huge. But... It's funny because when I'm really meditating or I've really got my energy going pretty pretty hardcore, when I walk near his his uh, aquarium, he'll jump like my energy hit him, you know? <laughs> and so I can tell how big my energy bubble is by when he freaks out and jumps because it really is like something just scared the bejesus out of him. And I may be six feet from the from the tank, you know? But uh, it's a a good gauge for where my energy begins and ends. And I think that's a big part of understanding our energy is and and working with it as a healer is just understanding where it begins and ends. So um, now you've you've kind of really increased your journey over the past several years, and you're kind of on fast track with your spiritual growth and whatnot. So... Coming from a like paralegal and the very mainstream way of life, how has it been implementing the uh, the healing energy and and like what has been key for you? If you were going to talk to somebody who's coming from some some more mainstream areas into understanding and getting to know their healing energy, like how did you do that? What were the big turning points for you? <clears throat> well, um, let me see. I think. One of one of the key points for me was, you know, as a paralegal, um, you get a lot of people coming in, and it's criminal and family law. So 
even in the criminal field, you have the families of the person who's arrested coming in and they're like, you know, mortified and, and they just they just don't understand what's happening in the legal system. And so I started realizing that I was the one people would always gravitate towards. You know, people would come toward me to just, um, you know, feel better. And and they would come to me and they would, you know, want to tell me what's going on and and just ask for my help to, you know, in understanding, not not for my help in getting them out of the situation, but help in understanding. And um, I started realizing that, you know, a lot of people would would do that. And and I always, before they left, they were always smiling and they were always feeling better and, you know, thanking me and everything. And so finally when I started, you know, talking to my family about it, they said, oh, that's the same gift your great-grandmother had. That's the healer in you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so then I started looking toward Reiki, you know, and um, really – you know, when I found Reiki is when I really found the understanding of how energy affects me and how my energy affects other people, you know. And so that's really when I got the understanding. Um, it's hard, honestly, it's hard on your own to figure it out when no one around you understands it, you know. And that's where I was. For so many years, I was alone. And no one around me understood me. They didn't understand what I was going through. And so I really had nobody until I met Spring. And then through Spring, I met you. And that's when, I mean, look at how fast my life has changed since I met both of you. And it's because, right. you know, I feel like it was supposed to happen so long ago. Right. Um, but it didn't. And so for me, that's why I think that mine is sort of fast track, like you say. But, um, you know, I encourage people if, if you don't have someone around you that gets it, you know, start start talking with like-minded people, you know, look for them and, and really um, go with your heart and your gut and make sure that it's something that feels right because there well, are a so lot of different things out there. <laughs> let's go back. Yeah, that's true. And you also, you you know, someday we'll, we'll do a show, maybe someday this week or next week or something, um, we'll do a show on being very careful about who you who you take classes from, because you also had an experience with that, as did I, um, over the oh, yeah. years I have. But um, that's also another thing. But, okay, so say somebody, because this is, this is I think, what's becoming our audience. Um, I think we're getting, as usual, I get a lot of people who are shifting from mainstream into the mystical, or people who are teachers who are assisting people in that shift you know, and healers who are assisting people in that shift. So understanding, that's why a lot of my shows are geared towards the mainstream who are beginning to awaken because that's what I tend to attract and that's also the teachers and the healers of those people that are assisting tends to be what I attract. So, you know, let me just ask you about, um, since I just have you on the phone, (laughs) Um, (laughs) you know, when you say what you're going, people understanding what you're going through, that kind of thing, what does, say I'm somebody who doesn't understand, what are you talking about healing energy? I don't even, how do you know there's healing energy running through you? I don't even, what energy are you talking about? Like, mm-hmm. what, because for me, okay, I was like your kids. I grew up with people, Just this was just my norm. And so <clears throat> I can't necessarily help people understand because I don't know what they're going through when it comes to right. that. Um, so, So let's talk about, the people who feel like something's like when your Reiki turns on, just think yeah. if you didn't know what that was. Because if you're a natural healer, the energy will turn on. And so right. people who do Reiki go, oh, my Reiki just turned on. And you may look at them like, what the hell are you talking about? But <laughs> you don't have to do Reiki, right? right? Because I'm sure your stuff was turning on before you. So, oh, yeah. So what about people yeah, who have something going on and they don't understand what it is? Maybe they don't know that it's healing energy. We have that a lot. Right. People don't have a and, clue that they're a healer. And for me, once once I connected with Reiki, that's when I got the, oh, that's why that happens. So, um, you know, so the one thing that that I did happen before, before Reiki, before anything, um, before I even knew what it was, is my hands would either tingle 
you know, whenever I would go near somebody who who needed healing energy or who needed something, um, my hands would tingle. And the most common thing is my hands would heat up. All of a sudden, they'd be on fire. Um, and sometimes my whole body would be on fire, but it would start with my hands and my ears for whatever reason. Um, and, you know, and then, like, my heart would also start to pound, like, a little hard or whatever, whenever I would go around um, around somebody who either needed some healing energy or who had something around them, you know, and they weren't even aware of it. Um, so a lot of times that would happen as well. But, um, yeah, I think, I think that, you know, that, and a lot of people say that, oh, yeah, I have that, you know, that pit in your stomach. When someone comes around, it's like you get this pit in your stomach. Um, for me, that was a warning symbol, a warning sign, um, you know, that there's something around. And then the ears ringing. <clears throat> Depending on which ear would ring um, meant something. So the left side means, you know, good or go ahead or that's your, I call it my angel side. <laughs> oh, nice. My angel <laughs> side is the left side, and the devil side, as people say, is the right side. Um, oh, that's pretty funny. So if, yeah, so if the right ear would ring, then that was, okay, this is foe, this is something I need to be aware of, I need to be careful, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but if the left side would ring, then it was a go-ahead, yes, this is a good person, or, you know, yes, what you're feeling or what you're thinking is accurate, you know. Um, so that was sort of my warning my warning signs for myself, and it's a little different for everybody, but a lot of people have the same ones, you know, is what I find in different classes. So, um, yeah, so that was it. The main thing is your hands, your hands just um, starting to get hot or, you know, even some people have their feet um, get hot, but um, I didn't have that. But my hands really would get hot and, you know, so then I knew there was someone around that needed some healing. <clears throat> well, and also a lot of times the top of your head or the back of your neck oh, will you begin to tingle. tingle. Yeah, that's right. <clears> because that's the, the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the chakras opening up to receive that energy from the universe. Because as a healer, and that's something else we're going to talk about real quick. Um, <clears throat> goodness, I'm so sorry. Um, the The thing I wanted to talk about real quickly was that, you know, a lot of times people even in classes when they're learning, they, they're using their own energy or they're taking on the person's energy or the, you know, if you're working with healing the earth or an animal or a person or a whatever, it's not necessary for you to take on their pain. As a matter of fact, and I'm, I'm sure I'll catch holy you-know-what from somebody, but I don't care because I've been doing this a long time and I know how it goes, that is about the dumbest thing you could possibly do as a healer. You don't, oh, it's I not know. necessary to take the pain. So, yeah. so yeah, we run into that a lot, how people will, will try to take the pain from the person and then, oh, they're going to just discard it or something. But the fact is that they just hold on to that energy themselves. And that's how you get sick and weak healers. So when you're, when your head and your neck are tingling, it's that universal energy or that creative energy, that life force energy that's trying to move through you. And all it does is shift the vibration in the person that you're assisting. You don't need to take anything on. And you also don't need to, to really get your energy super high so that you can share your energy with them. It's, that's not necessary. And, you know, we run into a lot of people like that through the years. I've seen many of them where if you just take that universal energy and allow it to flow through you and to them, all you are is a conduit. And you don't have to take on anything and you don't have to use your own resources. And they're getting a much higher healing vibration than you could possibly offer them. So, you know, when you, at some point, you made that shift, right? Because I don't think you started out doing that, did you? No, and, you know, I also, I mean, my great-grandmother did always tell me to feel light coming in through my crown and out of my hands, and she said it was always, you know, it was always that circle. It would come in and go out, come in and go out. It never pulled in from my hands. So, um, but I, you know, I didn't really understand that. 
completely um, until Reiki, you know. And the one thing I want to tell everybody is um, the way you know that you are doing Reiki correctly or you have a, a good Reiki teacher because they come from Reiki from dummies and from all over different places that I just cannot believe. But anyway, um, Reiki will also teach you that you never take in. You know, you always are just a conduit. You do not use your own energy. So um, there are a lot of Reiki teachers out there that will teach you um, otherwise because they are not through Reiki.org or the International Center for Reiki Training. But, um, you know, when you're taught correctly, it's always you never use your own energy, so you don't have to worry about getting weak. In fact, you should be getting supercharged. You should be energized by doing a healing. You know, and a lot of times, I know Truth and I do this, you know, if we're feeling weak or we don't have energy, we try and go do a healing. <laughs> because, <laughs> right. <laughs> because it's, it's energizing. So, um, you know, I don't know. I, you're right. You know, there are a lot of things that we hear, especially people from different places saying different things. But um, you can do it any way you want, but when you're ready to stop getting weak and you're ready to stop being sick, then uh, find a teacher who will teach you another way. Right. And I also want to point out that, you know, there are a lot of different healing modalities. Um, some people yeah. find that it's just their nature to to simply just do the energy work without ever training or talking to anybody. Or And it's not people who are going out and doing it professionally. It's just people who... Perhaps you walk in a room and suddenly, you know, this is, this is a good way to tell you if you're a healer. You walk into a room, and if it was kind of lethargic and blah when you walked in, and then within 15, 20 minutes, people are more perky, then you're probably yeah. <laughs> bringing a healing energy in. The other thing is, and this happened, I, I want to say it happened with you, but I'm not sure. It happens a you lot, though. When I go, okay. Well, if we do, thank you for joining us. <clears throat> um, if you're somebody who can go into, say, a gas station or something, and there's no other cars there, it's just you, right? And you, you pull up and you walk in, and by the time you turn around and walk back out to your car, the whole place is full, <laughs> odds are you've got a healing energy. Um, or you go into a restaurant and there's not many people, and suddenly you turn around and, and the place is full. That happens um, very often when we're natural-born healers because people, suddenly the place feels better and people are drawn to it. And so if you notice that things like this happen, if moods shift and change when you come into a room or if people suddenly show up once you get to a place, this tells you that you probably have that healing energy. And in some cases, that's all a person is meant to do is just go through life being themselves because you're bringing this healing energy everywhere you go. So it's not like you have to go get Reiki training, right? There are just oodles of ways that we can share our healing energy. And understanding that we have it is a big step in that. And so, you know, I do want to encourage people to find the different modalities. Um, for me, uh, integrated energy therapy, IET, you can go to learniet.com uh, or Quantum Touch. You know, you can go to quantumtouch.com. Those are two modalities that I'm trained in and, and that I use. I'm what they call an intuitive healer. So my main gift is that I keep a very clear connection with the angelic realm, the ascended masters, that kind of thing. And, and then I'm able to just be a conduit for those energies. And so my talent is that I am able to be a completely 100% clear and pure channel. Um, and I know how to connect with those very, very high realms. I never go to the astral plane. It's always above the astral plane. And, uh, and that's kind of my healing ability is that I know how to get the heck out of the way once I connect with those higher realms. <coughs> Excuse me. And so you'll find there are different, different talents that, that different people have. If you're just discovering that you have this healing energy or if you have healing energy and you've got some training but but you're not energized or you feel kind of sickly or weak after healing, it's really probably time to step things up and find a teacher who can assist you or a modality that can assist you in recognizing how that energy flow works, how to keep yourself um, 
see, it should be, right, in a perfect world, as the healer, whatever you're working with, you you would receive the healing energy first and then it goes to your client or to the person, place, or thing that you're working on so that you are energized first. And that's kind of like a gift from the gods, right? If you're going to step up and be a healer, then you get the healing first <coughs> and you pass that energy along to whoever it is you're working on so that everybody gets a healing, right? And then I also want to point out that as a healer, as you're working with your client, does it really stop at your client? It doesn't, right? Because as you're working on your client, they touch the earth. So it also goes to the earth. They're in the room you're working on in or the environment that you're working in. And so that energy is expanding throughout the environment. When we're in a place and we're running energy on, like if I've got, when I do tours, I'll book appointments from about 7 in the morning until sometimes midnight, and I'll just go straight through a whole day of, of just healing and readings and that kind of thing. And uh, by the time I'm done working in a space, holy cow, the whole hotel has a much different vibe than it did when I stepped foot in it because we've been doing all this healing work, and it's not like it just stays in that one environment, right? So the people in the other, in the other rooms, the people walking through the hallway, the staff, the everybody is receiving this healing energy if they choose to accept it. Now, we're not forcing energy on them because they can walk right through it and not take it on if, if they don't want healing internally, you know, if their true self doesn't want the healing. But it does shift the environment. So if you find that you have the feeling that you are a healer or if you know that you're a healer and you don't really know which direction to point it in yet, <laughs> I know it sounds silly, but go hug a tree. Go hug a wall. Go hug whatever. Just share that loving energy with animals, with plants, with people that will allow you to. But you want to be um, very careful when you're working on people because you really do want to know what you're doing because there is a lot of power behind this. And so you will affect them. And if you, if you are unaware of some of the problems that could occur, you can actually create some real harm. So you do want to have a clear understanding of how energy works and that kind of thing, and uh, <clears throat> and then begin to refine your skills. And so I always encourage people to work on things like plants first because you can see visually from the plant, like maybe have three or four plants that that you do different energy work on or that you just do your energy work with and, and see how the plants react over a month or two. You know, and <laughs> if you have plants that are looking really bad after you've worked on them, <coughs> Maybe maybe there's some refinement that you need to do, <laughs> you know. Um, plants are very forgiving, so that's why I say practice on them. Um, and then, you know, also you really can, the earth is in such need of assistance. One of the things that we do as light workers, um, I do it, I know a lot of other people that do it, we, on a daily basis, two or three times a day, we just share calming, harmonious energy through the grid lines of the earth. And you don't have to know if you want to study it, it's a great thing to know, but you can just have the intention. As you work with your angels or with the higher power, with whatever it is you choose to work with, and you, uh, I always encourage people to say, you know, Christ consciousness above or fifth dimensional and above or whatever, because um, you want to specify who you want to work with. <laughs> but, you know, if you just let them know my intention is to be of assistance in the best manner possible for the earth. They know where the grid lines are, you know. So you can have the intention of working with the grid lines or the water systems or the whatever it may be. That's another technique people use is working with the water. One of the meditations that will be going up on the site if, as soon as I can figure out how to do it is uh, a water meditation. And, and Spirit showed me to just always include the water molecules in, on, and around Mother Earth. And this includes everything everything of the earth because everything has water in it to some degree so you uh you can work with just the water molecules so whatever your intention is you just kind of put the intention out there <coughs> and uh, this allows that healing energy to move around the earth and 
things like the typhoon in the Philippines and, you know, tsunamis and earthquakes and all these different things, when enough light workers get together, we've talked about this on other shows, I think it's like light workers and disasters or something like that. It's in the archives. But we talked about how um, when enough people get together, we actually do make a difference. And so if you're inclined to do something with the energy, that healing energy, you can just move it around the earth and just, you know, bring that calming. I, I kind of liken it to when you're helping a woman through labor because the earth is going through this very intensive time of change. And although we can't necessarily get in there and, and tweak the past because that's, we don't know what's for the best, but we can calm the energy so that whatever changes need to happen can happen in a more calm and productive manner. So we have plenty of people on the earth um, riled up, irritated, aggravated, and I got news for you, in case you haven't really thought about it, you don't have to be focusing the energy that you're feeling down onto the earth for it to affect the earth. Good, bad, pretty, ugly, whatever it is, whatever the energy is, you're emitting it like, like you're a like a cell phone tower or something, right? You're just emitting this energy all the time. All of us are. And the earth is picking up all of it. And so for all the areas where people are angry or there's tension or there's stress or there's whatever, this is what's going through the earth. So as a healer, the more often you can keep yourself in a, in a calm space, in a loving space, in a, a place of gratitude, you're already helping to balance things and heal things in the earth. If you also would like to focus energy through the earth, understand that it goes a long way to try and balance what people are, without even realizing it, putting into the earth. And so as a healer, that's one of the biggest things you can do. As lightworkers, we, we tend to take a couple times a day to really just send this gratitude and love and harmony and blessing and whatever different people have different things they send around the earth. <coughs> and down into the core and through through her her different layers and and then for me I always kind of allow it to come out all the way up into the atmosphere and out beyond the atmosphere so that it assists also the people all around the earth who would like to feel better but they're picking things up that you know maybe they don't want to be stressed but there's so much stress around them or anger around them that they can't help but pick that up they need somebody to be emitting love and gratitude so that they can pick up on that. And so as a healer, this is something you can do to make a difference without any training. You know, you can love and feel gratitude and that kind of thing and send that around. Um, the other thing I want to talk about too is one of the things that I've seen through the years, and we just have about 15 minutes left, <coughs> but one of the things that I've seen through the years is that healers who don't know that they're healers or healers who, um, and let me rephrase that, healers that don't remember that they're healers because your inner being knows. Um, and then people who, who, yes, they're healers, but they haven't been able to get the training they need for the, they don't know what kind of healer they are, that kind of thing. One of the things that happens very often is you actually do your work in your sleep. So you may have dreams of, you know, leading people different places or you may have restless sleep or you may wake up more tired than you were when you went to bed, that kind of thing. Um, in a lot of cases, if you don't consciously remember what it is you're talented at doing, you'll perform that in your sleep. And so sometimes we get frustrated that, um, that we're not getting our work done but in reality, you are probably getting a lot of it done in your sleep. And so it's something that you can, um, you can begin to remember what kind of work you have going on, on your, in your sleep. And you can begin to, some people help spirits who have passed on, and they don't have any idea how you do that consciously, but they do it at night. Um, you can, if you find that you're, you think this might be happening, that you might be working through your sleep, it's a good idea to... Um, to let your angels and your inner being know, okay, I'm good with working most nights, but tonight I really want some rest. And so I used to actually like visualize an open, like one of those neon open signs 
or a neon closed sign. And I would let my inner being and my angels, whoever, understand that, that yes, I was open tonight, I'm good to be of service, I'm happy with that, or no, I just need some rest tonight and take care of myself so that I can be of service again some other night. And so this often will help if you're having a hard time with, you know, I keep waking up, I'm so tired. Decipher when you're going to be of service and when you're not and understand that you may be practicing a lot of healing stuff in your sleep. So um, I do want to encourage you to, if you feel like there's a healer in you, if you know that there's a healer in you, really start practicing with the plants. You know, I know it sounds silly, but it's not. Start practicing with water. This is a technique I use in some of my classes. If you get a glass of water in, in like reverse osmosis, distilled, something like that, some pure water, and just when you, uh, when you feel that energy running through or if you want to practice turning the energy on and off, that kind of thing, take a sip of the water as a baseline and then hold the glass of water and don't think of anything. Just let that energy run. Right? Let the energy emit itself into the molecules of water and then take another sip and see the difference in the taste. And then really play with this. Take some time and just emit love, emit gratitude, emit whatever, and taste the difference in the water. And you want to let it go, you want to let it run for maybe a minute or so and you should taste the difference in the water. Um, understanding that you know, the thing is that we all have healing energy of one kind or another. And so it's discovering what is your healing superpower, right? Do you, um, do you bring love and compassion? Do you bring calmness? Do you bring honesty? Do you bring strength? Do you, what is it that you bring? Um, I'm going to go ahead and pull our caller back over because I did let her know that I'd do that before, before we finished up. And I actually do have a plant that's sick. My husband and my son keep on hitting it with a ball. It was doing oh, great, and now it's sick. And so I'm wondering, how can I bring it back? Because they're literally killing my plants. Cause they keep right. Well, first of all, put it somewhere where they won't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but secondly, um, you can, you know, use that as an experiment. Really allow yourself to communicate with the plant and see it as a living being. And there's a, there's a book called The Secret Life of Plants from way back in the 70s. It's amazing. But if you, you know, plants are living things. They emit energy. Yeah, The Secret Life of Plants. And it's, it's amazing. Um, so you can, you can really run energy on the plant. Just send it love and compassion and that kind of thing. Um, the other thing that you can do is also you can, like I was just talking about charging the water, you can charge the water, like if you just um, hold a glass of water, and again, you want to make sure it's pure water, but hold a glass of water and just, you know, see strength and see that plant as whole and healthy and beautiful and big and strong and, and really keep this vision as you're holding the water and then use that water to, uh, to water the plant with. You don't want to use distilled water, I don't think. I think that's bad for plants, but reverse osmosis or something. Um, And so if you visualize that plant big and strong and healthy, and that's what you're putting into the molecules of the water. Sorry? Right. Before they were killing it, she was beautiful. (laughs) Right, yeah. So you just bring that picture in your mind of wholeness, and that's what you're running into the molecules of the water because that's what will then get into the cells of the plant. Okay. And so experiment with it, you know. And I find that plants are really great to experiment with our healing energy. Okay. So, um, so we have about ten minutes left. Oh, you, um, I had a question too. I wanted okay. to see. I have actually been using like some natural herbs, like um, basil and um, crystals to increase prosperity and, like, to bring um, money and cash flow. And I want mm-hmm. to know, can you see, like, when that's going to kick in? Because it's actually um, bought a little bit so far, but I'm wondering if Yeah, I would say it's like, in process. Okay. It's yeah. in process. <laughs> You're going to want to take it to another step, though. You're going to want to move to a more energetic level as well. 
and that will continue it. So um, let's see. Okay, so I'm seeing, so do you have crystals and stones around? Yes. Okay. I (laughs) I could see, I could see them. So you want to find one in particular that, and probably just a quartz, you know, because what quartz does is it amplifies whatever you're putting into it. So find a quartz or something, an amethyst, more quartz, I think, but, uh, and really just sit with it and see your life the way that you are attempting for it to go or your intention is for it to go. And, and really just be with that life, living it and experiencing it and maybe seeing it as if it's a movie and, and not really being in your analytical mind with the logic or anything, just getting the feeling of it instead and the process of how it's happening. And you don't need the logic, just the, the feeling of, oh, there's less stress. Oh, look at this. There's more fun. Oh, look at this. We're so happy. Whatever it is. And really just program that crystal for that. And then you want to have that in a place that you would feel is like the heart of the house. Okay. And probably not letting anybody else know what it's all about. Just This is just your thing, you know? Okay. And just kind of have it somewhere so that it's in the heart of the house. It's doing its thing, but it's not like a – it's sacred to you, but it's not in the middle of some big altar or something. It's it's where you you look at it and you're reprogramming and reframing your your idea of life And you're programming that crystal so that when it emits energy and it shifts the energy of the house, this is what it's shifting it to. And then also if you're using quartz crystal, you can also put that in um, like a pitcher of water. And again, preferably like reverse osmosis or something. And let it be under the moon for the new moon or in a window or something for the new moon and charge that water with that crystal that you've programmed for the new moon because that new moon brings in the new energy and um and then use that water like drink a glass of that water every day or whatever and it actually brings that charged energy of the new beginning into your physical body and your cells and that kind of thing so um and you can just use that crystal to make crystal water with every day um or once a week or something but you want to constantly recharge that crystal like a couple times a week at least and that allows you to really be in that space of the life that you're wanting and how it's coming about. But don't get into the analytical because the second you get into the analytical, you're saying, I have to figure it out because I don't trust the universe. Okay. Yeah, so you want to right. allow the universe to so do its I thing. I need a new crystal then because I need to start this um, with one that I haven't been um, doing anything with, right? No. If you have one that you really like, you just, quartz is just, it just recharges to whatever you charge it with. Okay. So, you know, maybe stick it in the ground or something for a couple of nights or put it in, in some sea salt or salt water or something um, <coughs> to kind of cleanse it and just let it know that, you know, we've got a new purpose for you now. Okay. And just recharge it. So they're reprogrammable. Quartz crystals are awesome. But they're only going to do what you program them to do. They're going to enhance whatever energy you're putting into them. So you have to be really careful. <laughs> you don't want to yes, hold a, a quartz when angry. you're angry, you know, <laughs> and then go, oh, you're going you're gonna to be a healing stone. Well, no, it's not. It's going to amplify whatever you just put in it. So that's something people don't realize about quartz. So can be dangerous. <laughs> so does that kind of answer your question? Is that good? Yes, it surely does. Yes, it does. And uh, well, and you can just charge them all over the house too, you know, just put them all around. But I'm seeing one main one, like in a main room or something, and uh, yeah, that's the one you really work with. And you can, you know, so make crystal water without anybody knowing about it with that particular crystal, and uh, use that for your family whether it's for them to drink or cooking with it or whatever, and it starts putting it into their cells as well. So, you know, you can be sneaky. Yeah, I know, especially because a lot of them don't believe or 
any of that. So to not even have that negativity at all. Right. Well, and you know, the thing is, oh my God, I'm so sorry you guys for the cough. The allergies are just insane down here. But the thing is that they, it's not like you're, you don't want to impede upon their free will either. So when you do it in this manner, it's simply allowing them to take part if they choose to on a soul level. So, you know, I'm a big, big proponent of free will. And, uh, but sometimes people want something and they don't know they want it. And so if you give them the opportunity to partake, sometimes that's all they need, you know, and they don't need to consciously know what it's all about. So, okay. So is there areas I haven't covered that you would like to hear covered? No, you covered quite a bit with a lot of information, (laughs) especially for us that don't know, you know, because I didn't know even if you could send energy Really? Yeah. See, I'm always, because I grew up so out of the loop, I didn't have a normal childhood. And so Jessica is all the time going, you just don't get it. People don't know this stuff. And I'm like, but (laughs) of course they do. Everybody knows. She's like, no, you know this. (laughs) Yeah, that's the truth. It's just different different programming when we're little, you know. Yeah. um, And I'm definitely going to start, you know, trying that because she could use it. Right. And, you know, there's something else, too, that um, that I'll share with you guys that's a huge thing that I use for energetic stuff. Um, box flower remedies, <coughs> excuse me, they're an offshoot of home, homeopathy. And uh, you can, it's B-A-C-H, box flower remedies. And they use the energy of different flowers. Um, and well, these different well, flowers hold different well. properties. And so it's similar to herb stuff except that it takes it up to the energetic level and it's it's amazing what it does um for your energy and the shifts that you want to make in life and so i am a big supporter of the box flower remedies um so i'll just pass that along to you guys as well so we're just about out of time so is there anything else i can do for you or are you good today um no yes i'm good thank you so much this is a lot awesome. of great information Thank you. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and and switch you over then. Thanks for calling in. I really appreciate it. Bye. And uh, <laughs> so I want to, uh, I definitely want to encourage you guys to continue calling in. And also, you know, remember that I'm always looking for interesting guests. If you know somebody or if you are somebody who would like to be a guest, and and you have something that that you offer that's. Um, you know, in line with the show and the vibe of the show and that kind of thing, please let me know. You can message me here at Blog Talk. Also, if you guys hit follow on Blog Talk, that helps me out a lot because it lets me know that people are wanting to hear the show and that kind of thing. Um, also, <clears throat> you know, we have mysticaltruth.com, the new website that's up, um, hand-built by me. Hello. So there are coding issues, <laughs> but we're finding them. So if you guys find issues there, please let me know. But um, anyway, we do have that, and there's, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Everybody knows that I have a hard time with this, but pretty much everything I do for my spiritual work comes right out of my pocket. And so I've been asked to put a donate button on the website so that people can to donate, you know, five, ten bucks here or there, and just tend to help out. Like I pay to do this radio show, and I pay to have an office, and I pay to all these different things. It forever it's come out of my pocket. And while yes, I charge for my services. It doesn't even come close <laughs> to covering. It costs me money to walk my path at the moment. And so if anybody's so inclined, there is a donate button. I had a bunch of people ask me to put it there, so I did. Um, that's always a help. So it's there if you guys are inclined. Tithing is a fabulous thing. It helps money come back to you and that kind of thing. So anyway, um, so that's mysticaltruth.com for any services, a little bit more about me, that kind of thing. And I just want to encourage you guys to check us out tomorrow. Um, we do have angel whispers that are always free too. You can sign up for, and um, and the show will always be free, obviously. So, anyway, you guys check us out tomorrow. We're going to be talking about your angels, how you find out how to communicate with them. Do you really have them? What are they all about? Um, that's a arena I've worked in for about 25 years now, and I've worked with the angelic realm and helping people understand how to communicate with their angels and how to know they really have them and. So um, we'll talk about that tomorrow. And uh, I thank you guys for being with me. Also remember to check out our friends, Rain Payoni.
holisticnaturalco.com for her cookbook, Eat Conscious and Be Merry, holisticnaturalco.com, sacredlightofsedona.com for Jessica and her center. Have a great day.